and uh, it's a little strange to me that it's done, but it's not totally done yet. You know what I mean? Like, if it was, I, I don't know. I, and, and there's, it just seems like there's a lot of information out there. It seems like Bob Lamont, his agent, is doing the most expert job in the history of setting his, his client up for the best deal possible that he could ever do. Um, so I, it looks like the, the chief thing is done, but, but who knows really, right? I mean, who knows if Lamont is not trying to get, uh, the Cardinals to be more aggressive, the Chargers to be more aggressive, to create a bigger market for Reed. I don't, Again, at this point, it looks like it's finished, but who knows? So my question for you with Andy Reid is this. Um, you know, they said um, that he interviewed, I saw a couple of different reports, but they said that the Chiefs interviewed Andy Reid for nine hours. Nine hours. Now, I've been on a few job interviews in my life, and nothing, I mean, maybe an hour seems like the longest I've ever been on. Nine hours. What do they talk? I, you know, I don't, I'm not asking this facetiously. I'm asking this honestly. What could they possibly talk about for nine hours? And what is an interview with Andy Reid like? You know, is it Andy Reid interviewing the Chiefs, or is it the Chiefs interviewing Andy Reid? Is it a little bit of both? And you know, clearly football is a, a pretty complicated sport, just in general, just on the field. And uh, rebuilding a situation like Kansas City is not particularly easy, even though they do have a few pieces there. Uh, what? happens in that interview what goes on during those nine hours does Andy Reid have a presentation about why he should have the job do the Chiefs have a presentation about why Andy Reid should should take it what do they say so I guess my question to you is if you were interviewing Andy Reid for the head coaching job of your team whatever team that was let's say the Chiefs for instance what would you ask about Andy Reid about his you know his his desire to be head coach of your team you know what do you say to him what is the one question that you could ask Andy Reid that you would like to know that might be able to sell you, might be able to be the turning point as to why you would want to hire him. Um, and, and finally, with the, I, I'd love to know that. I'd love to know what you would ask him. And seriously, I, I mean, if you've got a joke answer, that's fine. But seriously, what would you ask um, Andy Reid if you had the chance to interview him for the job? And it could be because he's clearly the most sought after of the pro coaches. He was the most, at least it appears as if he's the most sought after coach there is. Um, and the Final note on Andy Reid um, is Anthony said earlier um, that Andy that he believes that Andy Reid plans to bring Donovan McNabb to Kansas City when he signs with Kansas City. And uh, Michael B asked McNabb that on Daily News Live today, and McNabb wouldn't really commit. Why? In the world, would Andy Reid do that? And I'm not saying that, that Anthony's information isn't right and that he won't do that. I just can't think of any reason why Andy Reid would do that. I can't think of, you know, any, any positive to bringing Donovan McNabb in, um, in with the Chiefs right now. I've never gotten the sense that Donovan McNabb has any desire to tutor other quarterbacks. You know, that, that never seemed like McNabb thing to me. If McNabb comes back, McNabb is coming back to win, right? And he's not going to win in Kansas City. I can't imagine that, that Reed has any kind of crazy illusions that, um, you know, that Jamal Charles could be Donovan McNabb's Terrell Davis. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think, I, I think Andy Reid knows that McNabb was valuable at one point, um, but I think he'd have to be crazy to think he's still valuable. So then we have enough of Andy Reid, by the way, at least for now. Uh, then we have the Eagles head coaching situation.
question. And to me, the most interesting thing, and it looks like Bill O'Brien is, is off that list um, for sure now. We'll get to that in a little bit. But to me, and it seems like to everybody, the most interesting name is Chip Kelly. That's the one that seems to have the most debate. And it seems to be that he's the guy that we know most about. You know, Mike Nolan, we know some about. These assistant coaches, it, it, it's sort of hard to know a ton about these guys, um, being that they're not head coaches right now. Mike Nolan was a head coach. Chip Kelly is the, the name that seems the most interesting. The first thing that makes me excited, the reason why I, I, I sort of like the idea of Chip Kelly, is don't you want something exciting, right? I mean, having the last 14 years here, aside from being torturous toward the end, didn't it sort of get boring to you? Um, and I think it's crazy. Every time I hear somebody say, ah, I just want somebody to run the ball and play defense, you know, uh, run the ball like a, a style of football that doesn't really exist with winning teams anymore. But uh, this notion that you want something boring and that you want to retread, and I hear John John Gruden and Bill Cower and all this stuff, and here is this guy that is the apple of the eye of a lot of, a lot of uh, coaches, a lot of organizations, um, has sort of turned college football on its ear, somebody that does something different and exciting. Exciting, and there are people against it. I, I just can't imagine that you don't want something that is different and exciting and new. And I'll be the first person to say that I really have, uh, you know, I've got no idea who is actually going to be a good coach for the Philadelphia Eagles or not. You know, we can guess, but it's different predicting whether a coach will be good and whether a player will be good. You can look at the look on a field, right, and you can watch and sort of know if a player is talented or not. There's so many different things that um, that go into being a successful coach. So many different decisions that we don't know about. So much ego management, and so much um, you know, so much within the locker room and within the front office that we never see that you don't totally know. So in a head coach, you're mostly guessing, and I'm just guessing about uh, Chip Kelly. I don't think there's one right hire here, and I don't think there's one right way uh, to do things, but. The first thing that everyone says about Chip Kelly and why it won't work is that his offense won't work at the pro level. That's what I hear. Well, first of all, I don't think anyone knows that it's true. You know, the read options working with uh, the Redskins is working with the, the Seahawks. So I, I don't know what, what will work and what won't work. But second of all, as far as his offense goes, you'd have to think that Chip Kelly is stupid to think that he would go to the pros, go to the Eagles with entirely different personnel or whatever team he goes to, goes with an entire different personnel, entire different opponents, and think that he will do the exact same thing that he did at the University of Oregon. I mean, you have to believe that on some level that he understands that coaching in the NFL is different than coaching in college football. Now, he might not be able to do that, and he might not be good at it, but he has to certainly understand that it's different. Here's what I like about Chip Kelly. He thinks about football differently. Think about this. Have you ever lost something? You know, you lose, you lose your keys around the house, and you look all over the house to find it. You even do the thing where you look in the refrigerator for some reason, right? You look in every place, and you spend 25 minutes looking for your keys, and you cannot find them. And then you ask somebody else. Hey, can you help me look for my keys? And in two minutes, they find them because they thought about looking for them differently. Chip Kelly thinks about football differently. And when I think about his offense, 
and, and how it's worked in Oregon and how it's worked in college football, what he did was figure out the weaknesses of other teams and the way that he could exploit that weakness by using the personnel that he had. And I don't think, I don't think directly about the specific offense that he's running, more that he thought analytically about who he was facing and what he could do to beat them. To me, it's that Chip Kelly looked at college defenses and said, this is the way that I'm going to beat them. And I have to think it's possible that the, the skill that Chip Kelly has isn't running this specific offense, but it's to think analytically and think differently about football than people are thinking about it right now. Football is a, is a changing sport right now, and it has been over the last several years. And it's been changing most specifically in terms of offense. So why would you not want a guy that thinks about offense differently, that can help move that side of the football differently than it's being done now? We've been looking at the same thing for 14 years to uh, to results that have gotten worse and worse as it's gone on. I think he can look, theoretically, can look at the tools in front of him, see what he has, and say, what is the best way to use this personnel against the defense we're going to, 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 to score points, to move the ball? I like that Chip Kelly challenges conventional wisdom. I like that he goes for it on fourth down because that's what the numbers say he should do. Um, and I like that he's not scared of risk. And sure, when you're, this is a risky hire in that he's going to do things differently. But the thing about being the most risky is a lot of times the most risky decisions that you make have, at least uh, that seem the most risky, have the most upside in front of you. And sometimes the most risky thing you can do is to play it safe. Playing it safe is risky. Playing it risky is safe. If you want to say, hey, look. Steve Spurrier failed. Hiring these college coaches failed. I can point out to you a hundred NFL assistants that have also failed. <laughs> you know, a hundred of these normal guys who have got into a situation and not done well. So, uh, you know, just because it's the most risky on its face doesn't mean it's actually the most risky. So I'd like to know what you think of the Chip Kelly thing and why you're so against it. Because I, I think it could be exciting. It could be a total disaster, um, but it could be pretty exciting. I think, um, you know, the final thing that I wanted to bring up uh, before we get into the show and get into your calls is Ray Lewis is retiring. Um, and uh, Ray Lewis, aside from we'll put aside the controversy for a second, but an amazing career as a football player, um, a huge leader for that team, oh, sort of an unprecedented career as a defensive football player in the NFL. And. And the kind of leader that not just fans think he's a leader, not just from afar, you know, from, you know, we think he's a leader because he does a dance on the field and is screaming all the time. The players that he played with think he's that leader, too. And for this entire era of Ravens football, it's not a quarterback that you think about. It's not an offensive player. It's not a coach. It's Ray Lewis. And that's. Um, that's a, a pretty important thing because even when you go back to the successful Eagles teams of the 2000s, I, I think when you look back on it, I think you think of McNabb and you think of Reed before you'd think of Dawkins or anything like that. So for Ray Lewis to be the one guy that you remember is a pretty important thing. Ray Rice even said, uh, Ray Rice's quote was, Baltimore is Ray Lewis. So what I'd like to know from you today is who is Philadelphia in the same way that Ray Lewis is uh, Baltimore. You know, the easy answer is Brian Dawkins. So I'm taking that off the table because that's the stock answer and it's the one that everyone will give. And I don't even think it's the, the right answer, but I get it. So let's take Brian Dawkins 
off the table. And I want to, I want you to think a little more deeply about who is Philadelphia. Give you an example about how you could think about it. I think on a lot of levels, Donovan McNabb is Philadelphia. Donovan McNabb, close but no cigar, right? Don McNabb, probably a little bit misunderstood. Don McNabb feels sorry for himself a lot, the same way that I think Philadelphia fans can feel sorry for themselves. I want to know, I think Jimmy Rollins is Philadelphia in a lot of ways. I like Jimmy Rollins talks trash, right? Jimmy Rollins performs when it counts. Jimmy Rollins swings for the fences maybe when he shouldn't. I want to know from you, in the, the same way that Ray Lewis is Baltimore, who is Philadelphia? Um, a, a bunch of uh, guests on the show tonight. Uh, late, 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 1 a.m., going to have Mike Levin of LibertyBallers.com. Always love talking Sixers basketball, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, buddy Lee Russikoff from Xfinity.com will be on to talk the Andy Reid scenario at midnight. Jordan Rannan from um, Xfinity.com, from Bleeding Green Nation, and uh, also from NJ.com. He will be on at 11 and going to talk to uh, Andrew Porter of the School Philly, which is a uh, a Penn State blog, um, and Andy also works here at WIP, but I'd like to talk to him just about Penn State um, and the, the notion that uh, Bill O'Brien, it's just been reported that Bill O'Brien is staying at Penn State, has been interviewed by the Eagles, interviewed by the Browns, but it has been informed the school that he will stay at Penn State. So, But I'd like to hear from you. Who is Philadelphia in the way that Ray Lewis is Baltimore? Chip Kelly Andy Reid, what would you ask Andy Reid if you were interviewing him? Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. I'm Spike Eskin, 94 WIP Sports Time is 1015. Radio 94 WIP. Hi, this is Angelo Cataldi. Do you remember the greatest movie ever, The Godfather? I'm going to make him an offer again with you. And do you remember Andy Reid? I, I take responsibility for it. I'm going to do a better job. Than Can you imagine what it would sound like if we put that great movie together with the saga of Andy Reid? Ah! Well, we're going to try it in our longest, wildest comedy bit ever. Don't miss it. Tomorrow morning, 8.40 a.m., right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Ask any business owner who chooses Verizon Fios, and they'll tell you, once you've got it, you get it. The powerful difference 100% fiber optics really makes. I do interior decorating for bars and restaurants. The first time I uploaded these massive design plans, it was kind of mind-blowing because it happened so fast. When I stopped worrying about file sizes... That's when I got it. Switch to Verizon Fios for 100% fiber optic internet and crystal clear phone. Get speeds up to 15 meg download and 5 meg upload for just $94.99 a month with a basic second line included when you sign up online with a two-year agreement. Or triple your speed for as little as $10 more a month with Fios Quantum Internet with speeds rated number one by PC Magazine up to an amazing 300 megs. And for a limited time, you'll get a $200 Verizon Visa prepaid card. Sign up at Verizon.com or call 1-877-GET-FIOS for other Great business offers. Verizon. For new Verizon business customers in select areas, taxes, fees, numbers, and supply. Offer ends 316.13. Number one speed rating is from PCMag.com with permission of zip data. Prepaid card issued by MetaBank member of PIC. No abuses, select merchants, other cards, and supply. This morning, a woman reached out. A man stepped up. A family drove their elderly neighbor to the doctor. Someone took two hours of their morning to help someone else find affordable child care near work. 
Somebody sat down with 16-year-old Stephen and taught him better note-taking skills and study habits. And suddenly, toughing it out till graduation seemed to Stephen a pretty good idea. All this happened today. It'll happen tomorrow. It's happening here, there, right down the street. People are living united. We're not just wearing the shirt, we're living it. We're realizing that the way we live our lives can impact the way others live theirs, their education, their income, even their health. So do something, any little something, as long as it's something. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. For more information, visit liveunitedphilly.org. Yes. Well, uh, I was very good this year, but I didn't get what I wanted. All right. Let me check your record, sir. What is it you received? Gift cards. All kinds of gift cards. Clothes cards. Coffee cards. Okay. I see the problem here. You wanted a gift car. Yes. A car. Without the D. I'm sorry, sir. We saw a D. Perils of bad penmanship. Huh? Okay. So what do we do? Well, we only deliver once a year. But uh, have you thought of car sense? Didn't get the car you were hoping for this Christmas? a nice one at carsense.com where you'll find like new cars at way better than new prices. You can even set up a test drive and we'll have your dream car all set when you come in. So you don't have to wait another minute. Carsense, huh? It's where all of us go. Friendly, fair. In the Christmas spirit every day of the year? Precisely. And when you don't get paid squat? The prices are great. That they are. Carsense. One less thing in life to negotiate. In Chester Springs, Hatfield, and Mount Holly and online at carsense.com. At this very minute, there are many, many children right here in Philadelphia who are looking for safe and loving homes. Have you ever thought of becoming a foster or adoptive parent? Please come to Northern Home for Children every second Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. for their monthly information session. You will learn about the children in their care, how you can become involved in their lives, and have your questions answered. The children need you. The Northern Home for Children is located at 5301 Bridge Ave in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Contact Donna Bolno by phone at 215-482-1423, extension 1216, or email dbolno at northernhome.org with questions or for more information about these information sessions. Also, visit their website at www.northernhome.org. If you can be a swing pusher, if you can be a jump shot helper, if you can be a clarinet listener, then you can be a foster or adoptive parent. Pennsylvania Department of Public Welfare. I wasn't born to go with the flow. I was born to make a difference, to make waves. I want my sweat and hard work to mean something. I was born to serve in the United States Coast Guard. If you were born ready to lead, to protect, to uphold the law, then visit GoCoastGuard.com. The United States Coast Guard. Born ready. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard. In cooperation with the Pennsylvania Broadcasters Association and this station. I'm Mark Farzetto with your WIP 2020 sports update. According to multiple reports, Andy Reid is close to a deal to become the Kansas City Chiefs' new head coach. As for the Eagles, they interviewed Falcons assistants Keith Armstrong and Mike Nolan and also planned to interview Bill O'Brien from Penn State, but he is staying put at PSU after already interviewing with the Browns and also the Eagles earlier today. Eagles do plan to be with Broncos offensive coordinator Mike McCoy on Sunday. As for the other Eagles targets, Chip Kelly will meet with the Bills and Browns tomorrow in Arizona. Kelly right now at half at the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. He's coaching the Oregon Ducks. 
Right now they're leading Kansas State 22 to 15 at the half. DeAnthony Thomas with or 22 to 10 rather, excuse me, with a uh, DeAnthony Thomas had a 94-yard kickoff return for a touchdown to open up the game. As for the Eagles, other coaching candidates, Donovan McNabb was a guest at Daily News Live today, where he didn't seem impressed with any of the Eagles' choices. What the Eagles are going through right now, of obviously touring and, and looking at coaches, uh, it seems like. You know, it's like you're just grabbing names out of a hat. You know, you're going to Atlanta, you're looking at at Cutter, you're looking at Nolan, uh, you're going out of Chip Kelly, which I feel like would be a a bad move to bring Chip Kelly here uh, to run a read option offense or possibly try to open up something. McNabb also went on to talk about the power struggle in the Eagles' front office between Joe Banner and Andy Reid over who had final say. We had no clue, and uh, we thought it was Andy, and we were a lot of times when Joe made the final decision, and it seemed like uh, after Andy went through his, his issues with the, with the family and his sons early on, that that was the time for Joe to step in and, and try to make every decision. And that's when you kind of felt like Andy lost his power. And, you know, that's every decision that was made, it was going through Joe. Sound courtesy of Comcast Sportsnet. 76ers back in action tomorrow night when they tip off with the Thunder at 8 o'clock in Oklahoma City. Sixers 2-4 and four thus far on their eight-game road trip. CBS 3 Eyewitness weather clear through the night going down to 25. Sunny Friday, high of 37. That's 2020 Sports. Scores and the latest sports information at 20 minutes before and after every hour. Football station is. He's gonna run. He's across midfield, and he slides down. Nick the Antelope Bowl. Sports Radio 94. Mike Eskin, 2013, still talking about Andy Reid, talking about Chip Kelly as well. Uh, get into the uh, Bill O'Brien situation. Bill O'Brien, uh, the details I'm sure will slowly come out, but is staying at Penn State. Look to be taking the interviews with the Eagles and the Browns to perhaps negotiate himself a, a better deal at Penn State. But we will uh, we'll talk about that uh, right around 1040. We're going to talk about uh, the Bill O'Brien Penn State situation. Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494. Pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. Uh, everyone I talk to, um, I'd like to know, well, if you have a guy, I don't want you to force it, who is Philadelphia in the same way that Ray Lewis is Baltimore and no Brian Dawkins? You're not allowed to say Brian Dawkins. Bill, you're on 94 yeah. WIP. What's up, Bill? Hey, what's up, Spike? How you doing, man? I'm great, dude. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm cool. You know, I'm, I'm on my way home, and I was just listening to the Oregon Kansas State game. Yes. And they scored in under a minute, seventy-seven yards. Yeah. I was like, what? And what he was doing, he, he threw the scene pattern twice to the tight end. And then and went and then started. went for two, went for two exactly. on the first touchdown of the game. I love yeah, it. I'm like, yo, this. I'm like, yo, this cat has a mind for football. What? He just has a pure mind for it. And, you, and it you, like, you, know, you know what I like about it too is that he's not. It's not that he's going for two, and it's not like he's going for it on fourth down because he's crazy. He's doing it because he went through the numbers, and the numbers say that you should do these things more. Exactly. And, you know, and most football coaches are just too averse to yes. screwing up to do it. Yes, he's taking a chance. There's not really a chance because if you've got a good team, you know you're going to get it. That's, that's how you got to figure And I, I like to say another point on, on his system. If, if you're a good coach, you can take your system and tweak it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember, and I'm going way back, when I was in high school, our average line was 200 pounds, and we were playing against kids that was 250. 
And our coach said, look, we're going to be nothing but speed, speed, speed. And that's all we did every day was just train for, just to be faster and hit you harder when we had the chance. Well, and here's, and, here's what I, I – go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and here's what I'm, I'm thinking. Like, you know, I, I think about basketball. I think about Pat Riley, right? So Pat Riley was a successful coach with the Showtime Lakers, and all right. they did was run and gun and score points. And then, now he didn't win a title with the Knicks, but he went to the Knicks. He looked at his his uh, you know his players, and he yep. said, you know, well, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna play defense and beat the crap out of everybody because exactly. that's how we can win. And exactly. you know, and I'm not saying that I know that that's what Chip Kelly's going to do, I'm saying that you at least have to explore the possibility that that is, you know, that's the tack that he takes. Man, if you, if you got a back like Shady, you should be able to do whatever you want to do. That man was underused this year. Underused. The year that he rushed for 1,000 yards, he was used properly. you got to use him in the right place. You have a beautiful running back. It'll bring your quarterback up the par. It'll open up a whole lot of things. Your tight end will become open. Everything else will just fall into place. Look at Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and that's 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 what I'm looking at. Like I'm looking at he would. Uh, thanks for the call, Bill. I appreciate no problem, it, man. No problem. I, look, if 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 Chip Kelly was to get here, look at Nick Foles, who by the way had the slowest forty time of any quarterback in the draft last year, and said, "Yeah, let's just run the the same read option I was running at Oregon." What is he a moron? Like like he's not stupid. He can see Nick Foles run slow, just like you and I can see Nick Foles run slow, right? Um, so, you know, I don't, I just, I don't think he's so, I would hope that he's not so blind and locked in to what he does specifically at Oregon that he would want to do it here. Uh, Mike, you're on 94 WIP. Hey, Spike, how you doing, man? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Hey, listen, I got, I got a couple answers to your questions, and I got a quick Phil's question for you. Yes, sir. Andy Reid, this is, this is what I would ask. I would ask why after 14 years, and with $6 million sitting on the table for you to sit home next year, and all you've been through in your personal life, why do you need a 48-hour breather before you jump back into coaching? Isn't it crazy? I mean, I was thinking about that earlier, and you know, the life of an NFL coach is tough, and he's had a tough couple of years, and just the... The the amazing notion that he would, because you know as soon as he signs a deal with the Chiefs, maybe he takes a week off, but then he's right back in his 20-hour days. Oh, Th- that'd be a great question. That'd be a great question. I mean, I would just want to know what, what you know what what you're looking to get out of this that you have to jump right back into it. But anyway, my uh, my Philly guy, you know, I thought about some more recent guys, and, and I couldn't put one together because none of them were really here their entire careers, and then it just hit me, and... and I'm going to go with Bobby Clark. I mean, he, he to me, when I think of Philly, he, he pops into my head. Well, I think one of the, the things about him, too, is that he he stayed here. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, having time there is the uh, – and I, I don't want to do the normal, you know, Philly guy topic. I just thought that the, the Ray Lewis thing was interesting because you really do identify those 17 years with Ray Lewis. You know, you, Right, and it's the, it's the same with the Flyers. If you say Flyers, you, the first thing pops in your head is Bobby Clark. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and real quick, about yes, the Phils, I hear these rumors about Stanton and all this stuff, and I'm just wondering – wondering if, if you think that we even have enough in the farm system to get them, and if we do, would you include Biddle in that? Dude, I, there is no way they are getting Jim Carlos Stan. There's no way. Well, I just, I can't, look, I... 
I can't it's imagine. The Miami, it's, it's the Miami Marlins. Right, but they trade the guys that are making a ton of money. I mean, Stanton's under under control, under team control for I think like three more years, and he's a monster. I just I can't I can't imagine a a world in in which they deal him. But but more specifically, B, I I can't imagine, and I don't know this for sure, obviously, but I I just can't imagine the Phillies have enough to get would if he, if they were dealing him would have enough to get him. You know, yeah, I just. I, I don't see it either, but you know, listen. Where there's smoke, there's fire, and uh, you never know. But hey, Spike, listen. Good talking to you, buddy, and uh, have a good night, man. All right, thank you. I just, if, if, dude, if you can get Carlos Stanton somehow on the fish, sure, whatever they want, whatever they want, whatever players, whatever prospects, because you know that's what the Marlins would want. They want young guys, guys that aren't up yet. Sure, whoever. I mean, is there anybody that you wouldn't want? Uh, and the first question he answered was. You know, if you if you were interviewing Andy Reid and you had those nine hours, uh, first of all, I, I don't know why you need to interview Andy Reid for nine hours. But what would be the one question you'd ask Andy Reid in that interview if you wanted him to to coach your team? I think that's an interesting question. It's one of the things that I thought about earlier uh, that he just brought up is that you know. Really, I mean, after, and, you know, a lot of people suggested he should take a year off. I don't think the guy needs to take a year off. I mean, football coaches coach, you know, I do radio, you know, that's, that's what sort of, there are some professions and you just are what your job is and you'd be sort of lost without it. And I think on a lot of levels that Andy Reid would be lost without coaching, but just how quickly he's jumping back into it. I think that'd be an interesting question to hear him answer, honestly, at least, you know, what do you get, what do you get um, from this by jumping into it again this quickly. Dante, you're on 94 WIP. Brother. Yo. Buddy, ask the read. I'm going to talk about the Phillies. Ask them read about the, the long snapper. That's what you asked him. <laughs> give you a, he can definitely give you a, a long dissertation on that. He sure could, yeah. <laughs> but I think, when I think of Philadelphia, of course, I'm a Phillies fan. Uh, I think of Chase Hudley. And I think that uh, Chase Hudley... Uh, regardless, he got hurt. Would have been an automatic uh, Hall of Famer. And I think the way he plays, if everybody plays and gives it all, they're all hurt or not hurt, like he does. I, that's my man. And I, and I'll stick by that as long as he's playing for us. You know what? I love Chase Utley. The thing about Chase Utley that doesn't really scream, and and I think he's a great player. And I think honestly, the the older he gets, and the I think I have for him, even though he's not performing like he once did. But the one thing that isn't so Philly about Utley, even though Philadelphia loves Utley, is that he doesn't talk. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know anybody in Philadelphia that can keep their mouth shut. So no, you don't have to talk. You just do it on a field. Oh, sure, that makes him a great player. I just don't that it. I don't know that it makes him reflect here so much because I think everybody here is sort of. Well, Bobby Clark didn't talk that much. That's that's a good point. That's absolutely a good point. I mean, in other words, this guy he shows you from what he does on a field. If you follow him on a field and the other players follow him, he leads by example. Yes, absolutely. Uh, definitely, you know, will go down as, as maybe the signature player of this generation, of this era of Phillies baseball. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just a great ball player. And I spoke to him when he was uh, at the, the casino. Great guy. He says he's feeling good. And he said, uh, he said he'll always do his best. I, I love to hear him say that. He said he'll always do his best. Yeah. And that's something that's wonderful, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Thanks, Tom. 
You have a very good producer. You're fortunate. <laughs> Thank you. All the producers here at WIP are, are very good. But, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Raheem is doing a good job. Um, uh, Chris, you're on 94 WIP. Hey, Sly, what's going on? What's, going on? what's up, man? How are you? Uh, a couple, I'll just touch on the Philly thing, and then i got a question for Andy Reid. <clears throat> uh, I actually want to echo the Chase Utley thing. I think, unfortunately, he's going to be kind of penalized because of the injuries and maybe not being on the field, but his work ethic, I think, is very Philly. And I'm in my 20s, so if not Chase Utley, then then i got to throw John Truck out there just because he's a general kind of blue-collar, anybody could eat as many hot dogs as him kind of a guy. Yeah, John Kruk um, is certainly perfect. That's, I mean, that's why people love that team so much, I think, because it, it reflected at least what we thought we were. And uh, touch on the injury. I'm, I'm actually, full disclosure, I'm a Dolphins fan, so the Eagles don't necessarily make or break my day. Yeah. But in the area, I've seen my share of Andy Reid press conferences, so if I were to assume the role of general manager or owner, going to potentially hire him, my question would be, after every loss, we've heard a lot of the same things, almost as if it was a script. It was, i got to do a better job coaching, or we got to do a better job getting the plays together. You know, the same general thing. So my question to him would be, well, what have you learned to make yourself a better coach, and why should I turn my team over to you, and what is it that you're going to bring to my organization that's going to allow you to win those games that you maybe just were outcoached just a touch or whatever the difference was between a win and a loss? Why should I hire you? Yeah, I mean, that would be, uh, honestly, it would be a great, it, wouldn't you really like to know what he thought? I mean, and obviously that's a lot more than one question. But wouldn't it be great to know every question they asked? You know, hey, what what happened in this game? You know, you you took the, the, the blame yourself, but what exactly happened in, in this one specific game or this game? I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, uh, and, and what have you learned, you know? Um, I'm curious to think, uh, curious to wonder whether he thinks, the way that he does things are flawed, or if they just sort of hit their um, their natural end point here in Philadelphia. Whether it's you know whether it's him or whether it was just everything all at once. Um, thanks for the call, Chris. I appreciate it. Um, we got uh, wow two other Chris's, Kevin, uh, Al, and Steve on the line. You as well talking about Chip Kelly, Andy Reid, um, and uh, it's man, it's good to talk about something new with the Eagles. Um, whether it is Chip Kelly or whether it's uh, whoever it's going to be, um, it's exciting to think of something different. Xfinity Voice Line is eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. One thing it won't be is Bill O'Brien, uh, who is going back to Penn State, and we will find. Find out what Penn State Nation thinks of that and maybe why he stayed next. Your calls as well. Oh, by the way, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. I'm Spike Eskin. Uh, 94 WIP Sports Time is 1035. Sports Radio 94 WIP. NFL playoffs happen on Sports Radio 94 WIP. This Saturday afternoon at 4.30. Can the streaking Bengals upset Arian Foster and his Texans? Foster into the end zone for the touchdown. This Saturday night at 8. Adrian Peterson was nine yards short and will take it out on the Packers. And Adrian's loose. Goodbye, baby. This Sunday afternoon at 1. The emotionally charged Colts try to knock off Ray Rice and the slumping Ravens. Who wants one? Unbelievable play by Andrew Luck. This Sunday afternoon at 4.30. It's the war of the rookie phenom quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, Seahawks, and RG3 skin. Touchdown, Redskins. And Griffin fired a spray. Ha-ha. When a loved one is addicted to drinking or drugs, or if that's you, how do you make the new year better? By choosing recovery at Livengrin. 
For 46 years, Livingren has provided effective, affordable treatment for alcoholism and drug dependency. Visit online at livengrin.com or call 800-245-4746, day or night. For drinking or drugs, make it a better new year. Get help at livengrin.com. This morning, a woman reached out. A man stepped up. A family drove their elderly neighbor to the doctor. Someone took two hours of their morning to help someone else find affordable child care near work. Somebody sat down with 16-year-old Stephen and taught him better note-taking skills and study habits. And suddenly, toughing it out till graduation seemed to Stephen a pretty good idea. All this happened today. It'll happen tomorrow. It's happening here, there, right down the street. People are living united. We're not just wearing the shirt, we're living it. We're realizing that the way we live our lives can impact the way others live theirs, their education, their income, even their health. So do something, any little something, as long as it's something. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. For more information, visit liveunitedphilly.org. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This could cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-817-1307 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-817-1307 to take your call now. Call 800-817-1307. That's 800-817-1307. Again, 800-817-1307. At this very minute, there are many, many children right here in Philadelphia who are looking for safe and loving homes. Have you ever thought of becoming a foster or adoptive parent? Please come to Northern Home for Children every second Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. for their monthly information session. You will learn about the children in their care, how you can become involved in their lives, and have your questions answered. The children need you. The Northern Home for Children is located at 5301 Bridge Ave in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Contact Donna Bolno by phone at 215-482-1423, extension 1216, or email dbolno at northernhome.org with questions or for more information about these information sessions. Also, visit their website at www.northernhome.org. If you can be a swing pusher, if you can be a jump shot helper, if you can be a clarinet listener, then you can be a foster or adoptive parent. Pennsylvania Department of Public Welfare. What does it take to be on your side? It takes long nights and even longer phone calls. It means digging for that one bit of truth that someone wants to hide and pushing ahead when you hit another dead end. There's nothing easy about getting to the bottom of a story, but the results speak for themselves. CBS 3 Eyewitness News, tonight at 11. Congratulations on landing the job. I'm really excited.
excited for you. Thanks. How's your search going? The job market's tight. I mean, I can barely get an interview. Yeah. And I've got student loans to deal with. You're lucky, you know. The National Guard paid your loans off. Luck. The Guard was a smart decision. One you can still make. The National Guard Student Loan Repayment Program can pay up to $50,000 of your existing student loans. Get the details at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Pennsylvania National Guard. Aired by the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Mark Farzetta with your WIP 2020 Sports Update. According to reports, Andy Reid's close to a new deal with the Kansas City Chiefs to become their next head coach. As for who will take Big Red's place on South Broad, the Birds interviewed Keith Armstrong and Mike Nolan from the Atlanta Falcons. They also plan to meet with Broncos offensive coordinator Mike McCoy on Sunday. Peyton Manning gave his endorsement of his offensive coordinator. I think he's ready. I think he's paid his dues. Mike's a good leader. He's had some good coaches uh, that have been mentors to him, uh, different coaches that he's worked with in his years uh, in the NFL that I think he's incorporated you know some of their leadership philosophies in, in his own philosophy and uh, you know, in my opinion he deserves a deserves a shot at one of these head coaching jobs. The Bills and Browns also plan to meet with Mike McCoy as well. Chip Kelly coaching possibly for the last time his Oregon Ducks tonight in the Fiesta Bowl. Right now Oregon leads Kansas State 25-10 to with 11 minutes left in the third quarter. Eagles have their eyes on Kelly as do the Browns and Bills. Both the Eagles and Browns met with Penn State's Bill O'Brien, but he says he's staying put at State College. 76ers back in action tomorrow night when they tip off in Oak City with the Thunder. CBS 3 Eyewitness weather clear through the night, going down to 25, sunny Friday, high of 37. For up to the minute sports info, 24 hours a day, go to cbsphilly.com. is where Philadelphia comes to talk sports. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Spike Eskin talking with you about what you'd ask Andy Reid if you had one question in your nine-hour interview. Just to line up all of Philadelphia to ask him why he didn't do a better job. Uh, that's the one question. Also, what do you have against the Chip Kelly thing? Seems exciting to me. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to debate the Chip Kelly thing. Um, now, of course, the Eagles, Chip Kelly isn't the only candidate. The other main college candidate, it seemed like, was Bill O'Brien. Um, as recently as two hours ago, three hours ago, uh, the news came out that he interviewed with Cleveland. Um, and then it seemed like uh, all reports were that he was going to leave. Uh, I have actually uh, WIPs and the school Philly, uh, which is a, a pretty big Penn State blog. Um, pretty big, Andy. I think it's you're, you're doing pretty well for yourself there. Um, Andrew Porter, also host of the school Philly radio. You guys uh, you have a show as well, correct? Correct, TSP Radio. Uh, TSP Radio. Now, earlier on TSP Radio, the big topic this this evening was, you know, what are we going to do if Bill O'Brien leaves? What would you say the panic level was amongst the Penn State faithful that O'Brien might leave? Incredibly high, red alert. Um, it was funny because the show was we began minutes after the news broke that um, O'Brien interviewed with the Browns, and then um, we did the show, and by right when the show ended, news broke that O'Brien 
actually <laughs> staying at Penn State. So it was kind of a <laughs> crazy uh, twist of fate. Uh, Twitter is just going insane. I mean, if you have Penn State followers on Twitter, oh, my God, it's like that's unbelievable. It seemed like there was a lot of – it was mixed, but most sentiment about him leaving seemed pretty angry. Aside from the panic about the program, it, it seemed like there was uh, some venom toward him. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was so much venom. I mean, my, my point for the show was kind of to – to take the opposite approach, my my opinion was, um, you know, he's an NFL guy, and I mean, this is what he wants to do. He's not a he's not a Penn State guy. He made that clear from the beginning, and uh, I mean, he did so much for us in one year. But I mean, you can't really fault him for going um, to the NFL. It was my point basically in the show. We actually had uh, the Penn State cornerback Stephon Morris on the show towards the end of the show. He came on and uh, he he played. This past season for Bill O'Brien, he had a great season. He excelled under Bill O'Brien, really developed a good relationship with him. And um, Stefan Morris echoed kind of the same sentiments as myself, kind of saying, like, even if he would leave, he, he wouldn't feel betrayed. He wouldn't hate him because ultimately he understands, um, you know, it's a tough decision. Um, I don't think he's doing it. You know, he's not he's not that kind of guy. He's a sincere guy, Bill O'Brien. He's not, he's not the kind of guy that would do it to, you know, just for whatever reasons. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't for spite and it wasn't greed. Yeah, it just seems exactly. like this was. And and for O'Brien, it would seem that right now, uh, and who knows what happens in three or four years, but it would seem that right now is probably as high as his stock is going to be for a little while because with the sanctions, the next couple of years seem like they might be tougher than this year. Yeah, that's my that was my point as well. I mean, and people want to talk about the, the lack of success they might have over the next couple of years because of the sanctions. My point was just relevancy in general. I mean, they're going to become less relevant as the years go on with the sanctions. Um, an eight-win season isn't going to matter anymore after, you know, you know what I mean? The relevancy just goes down and down as they're playing in these, in these essentially meaningless games. So, um, after this, what he did this season, I don't think he even expected to have, to have the success that he had. Um, he has to think. It's only natural for him to think about the NFL when he's getting calls from the Eagles and the Browns. I mean, this is a, this is a, Dream situation for him. Um, I'm actually, to be honest, I'm, I was shocked that, you know, so quickly he, he, he decided to stay. I mean, it kind of shocked me. And I'm pleasantly surprised. Talking to Andrew Porter of the schoolphilly.com and uh, TSP Radio about Bill O'Brien staying at Penn State. Uh, do you think that maybe, and it, you know, the details I'm sure will come out, and it looks as if, uh, you know, he, he may have gotten a, a bit of a raise and gotten his staff a raise or, you know, or gotten more power within Penn State. Something happened. Do you think that these interviews on some level were, were more a, uh, not a threat, but a, hey, if you guys don't start to appreciate me, you know, there are other people that want me kind of thing, more of a negotiating ploy than anything else. That's what it seems to be. I mean, that that's the only thing that makes sense. Um, David Jones is reporting that um, Terry Pagula, who is a financer of, of I'd say, Hockey Arena, he, he donated $1.3 million as a gift that's added to O'Brien's salary, so... He's essentially getting a bump in salary. He, he, want, he wanted more um, recruiting tools or essentially that's all the reports. And it has, that has to be the reason. I mean, I don't see any other reason why, um, you know, he would interview and then so quickly, uh, yeah. you know, come back to Penn State. So yeah. I mean, I, initially I didn't think it was the money, but maybe it's more of a, of a power thing. Yeah, you think about, hey, what could have happened in those interviews that he was like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, so. you know. 
Um, uh, you can, uh, for uh, constant updates on everything Penn State, uh, theschoolphilly.com, you can follow uh, Andrew on Twitter at A-N-D underscore Porter. And uh, how often? TSB Radio once a week? Once a week, yeah. Once um, a week. And you can get there through theschoolphilly.com, right? Yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, a lot of stuff on there now, a lot of... Tweaks, just you know, I might have tweaks. Basically, the world we live in. Yeah, it sure is. And then it won't be news tomorrow. It's a <laughs> right. tweet today and then forgotten tomorrow. So exactly. All right, buddy. Thanks for thanks for having me. I see. Yeah, I was shocked you staying. I was shocked. I mean, I guess there was also a, there was a small part of me that thought this was a negotiating thing, but it, it all happened so quickly. The news leaked out that the Browns and the Eagles interviewed him, and then news leaked out that he was he was staying put. Uh, Kevin, you're on ninety four WIP. Hey, Spike. How's everything? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, the reason for my call, I want to talk about um, Chip Kelly. Um, I'm kind of skeptical about him being the Eagles head coach because yes, we got the receivers and the running back that fits his offense, but how about Nick Foles? Even though I know you um, discussed about that about not too long ago. So I guess he probably to adjust to his skills or whatever case they be. Yeah, like, wouldn't you think that if you can see, and I'm not certainly that this isn't meant as an insult to you or, or anybody else, but if you can see that Nick Foles wouldn't be able to do those things, he would probably be able to see those things too. And uh, of the, the, the options that he has in the NFL, if it's Cleveland, if it's Buffalo, if it's Philadelphia, none of those quarterbacks, Brandon Whedon, Ryan Fitzpatrick, none of those guys are um, what you'd call a, a, an incredibly mobile quarterback. So his options options don't look like you know don't look like guys that would be able to fit that specific version of the offense so don't you think that he has some sort of plan to you know to adjust that offense oh uh, 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 yes i do um think he does have a plan because i know the only mobile quarterback we do have is big because we all know he's not going to be with philly yeah. um because he's owed a lot of money definitely he's not going to pay and one of the things i think the philadelphia as far as the deceiving stuff, for some reason I think it's Dr. J because I, because the fact that I grew up on him and he always played tough on the court, guys just like Larry Bird and everybody else. So and he played tough and he was flashy too. He wasn't, you know, the last guy brought up Chase Utley. Chase Utley isn't much flash, but Dr. J had some flash to him too. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you very much for the call, Kevin. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I don't think, it, I don't think any of Chip Kelly's options. Now, nobody's mentioned, um, you know, they didn't fire Ron Rivera yet, right? No, they didn't fire Ron Rivera. Um, you know, that that sort of Carolina is a maybe would have been a a good situation for him. And who knows, you know, if uh, if he still can't be fired. I mean, it looks like Rex, there's a shot that Rex Ryan gets uh, gets blown out in New York, even though he hasn't been yet. So who knows what happens in the future? But I just, I can't imagine that Chip. Kelly uh, looks at his options and says, you know, I'm just going to force it. <laughs> we'll have Nick Foles run sprints in the offseason. We'll get him quicker, and then that'll be fine. Chris, you're on 94 WIP. Hey, Spike. What's up? How are you, man? Good. I'm actually calling in reference to an article that I read today. I heard you talk about Ray Lewis. Yeah. And Bleacher Report came out with their top 20 defensive players of all time, and where does Ray Lewis rank in that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Where'd they have him? What do you think? Because in my head, when I first heard it, I thought, okay, 10 to 12, 10 to 15, around there. Well, these things are always hard when you're not, when you don't have it in front of you, right? So, was it linebackers or just defensive players? 
every defensive player. And they, they gave shout-outs to, like, Night Train Lane and uh, Alan Page. Some old guys are in there, too. So they really went back and well, did some stuff. I can tell you the best defensive players that I've ever seen with my own eyes um, – are Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White, Deion Sanders, just to take one from, you know, every position there. Uh, for a short time there, Derek Thomas was, was pretty incredible uh, with the Chiefs, but uh, those are the guys that, you know, that first come to mind. I, you know, I, I guess I'd have Ray Lewis top ten. I mean, when you look at his, and honestly, when you look at his resume, his resume is probably closer to top five than it is to top ten. Well, they have him at number two. Wow. Who do they have as number one? LT, and then Reggie White at three. Okay. Uh, um, Bruce Smith at four, and I think it was Buckus at five. Dion was like 19. Oh, okay. Well, I was trying to take, you know, somebody from yeah. from every, you know, try to take defensive backfield guy. And Dion, I'm just talking about with my own eyes, Dion was, was incredible. I mean, Dion was everything that, that you think a, you know, a cornerback, a great, everything that Asante Samuel thinks he is, Dion Sanders was, <laughs> you know. That's a great point. Yeah, but like, I, I just got into this debate with a bunch of people being like, there's no way Ray Lewis should be anywhere near the top three or four. And I was even talking to your producer about it, and he made the good argument that, uh, he saw Ray Lewis, I think it was in 2000 against Tennessee, basically win a playoff game single-handedly. Yeah. Um, and, and he said he, he's never seen, uh, Reggie White or Lawrence Taylor do that. But I'm, I'm still saying, I, I think maybe it's because I'm, I'm 29 and thinking about players like Buckus and Singletary and Nitschke and, um, Mean Joe Green. They're so iconic in my mind, but like it's almost tough to envision them playing. Yeah, well, seeing Ray Lewis play, it's like, uh, yeah, no way can he touch those guys. Well, so. yeah, I mean, I think on a lot of levels, time does that too. Uh, you know, with with players that played a long time ago, they become more iconic. Even though they're great, it changes in your mind. You know, when it's less fresh. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I think Ray Lewis. I'm trying to count. It's 13 Pro Bowls. Um, nine times first team all pro, uh, two times defensive player of the year, Super Bowl MVP, which you don't see very often with a, a defensive player. Um, anyway, I mean, he was pretty amazing. Um, yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to look at this. Uh, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Ray Lewis, I think, is a guy who, um, I think as you look back on it, as time passes, you'll probably start to appreciate better, uh, than you do now. Um, we have a guy, I think, I think his opinion is, is why Chip Kelly is the very best choice for the Eagles, um, for, to be the Eagles' next head coach. And that'll happen next. He will explain to you why all of your fears about Chip Kelly do not measure up to the possible heights that he could bring this organization. That is next, as well as uh, you weighing in on that exact topic, also talking about what you'd ask Andy Reid in that nine-hour interview, um, and the uh, the Penn State situation with Bill O'Brien staying at Penn State. Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. I'm Spike Eskin, 94 WIP Sports Time is 1055. Sports Radio 94 WIP. The Start Fresh and Save event is going on now at the Home Depot. Take whatever 2012 left lying around and stack it out of the way with an HDX four-tier storage shelf. A special buy at just $19.88. With less clutter underfoot and more order against the wall, you can organize more for less. When you come in, start fresh and save. 
saving or doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. While supplies last, U.S. only. See store for details. Safe flight repair, safe flight replace. Julian, technician with SafeLight Auto Glass. What makes SafeLight different? Well, with SafeLight, you get the reliability of America's largest auto glass company. Every windshield we replace is backed by the only national lifetime guarantee, keeping you covered coast to coast. Plus, a new windshield is the perfect time to get new windshield wipers. SafeLight can do that, too. Just call 800-800-2727 or go to SafeLight.com or ask your insurance company for SafeLight. This morning, a woman reached out. A man stepped up. A family drove their elderly neighbor to the doctor. Someone took two hours of their morning to help someone else find affordable child care near work. Somebody sat down with 16-year-old Stephen and taught him better note-taking skills and study habits. And suddenly, toughing it out till graduation seemed to Stephen a pretty good idea. All this happened today. It'll happen tomorrow. It's happening here, there right down the street. People are living united. We're not just wearing the shirt, we're living it. We're realizing that the way we live our lives can impact the way others live theirs, their education, their income, even their health. So do something, any little something, as long as it's something. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. For more information, visit liveunitedphilly.org. It only happens once a year! Three days only, everything must go. The best active wear, designer workout wear, Fila Reebok, seven bucks, outerwear, jackets, parkas, hoodies, 15 bucks. It's all gotta go, even the new arrivals. What? Yeah, the new stuff too. From a huge special buyout, animal and floral print bottoms, boyfriend jackets, sequin tees, see-through woven sweater dresses, even military and riding boots. Value says seventy dollars, eight bucks. Come stretch those bills, Harmon Mills. At this very minute, there are many, many children right here in Philadelphia who are looking for safe and loving homes. Have you ever thought of becoming a foster or adoptive parent? Please come to Northern Home for Children every second Tuesday of the month at 6 p.m. for their monthly information session. You will learn about the children in their care, how you can become involved in their lives, and have your questions answered. The children need you. The Northern Home for Children is located at 5301 Ridge Ave in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Contact Donna Bolno by phone at 215-482-1423, extension 1216, or email dbolno at northernhome.org with questions or for more information about these information sessions. Also, visit their website at www.northernhome.org. If you can be a swing pusher, if you can be a jump shot helper, if you can be a clarinet listener, then you can be a foster or adoptive parent. Pennsylvania Department of Public Welfare. Who's ready to ski, ride, and tube? Jack Frost, Big Boulder Ski Area has all of that. Winter is here at JFBB Ski Area, so get off the couch and head to Jack Frost and Big Boulder. Better yet, you can ski or ride and free this winter at Jack Frost, Big Boulder. Go to your local Luke Oil Station, fuel up and save two mountains, three great deals. Visit JFBB.com 24-7 for the latest conditions, live webcams, and sign up for weekly email blasts. Jack Frost, Big Boulder, where the snow comes first. I wasn't born to go with the flow. I was born to make a difference, to make waves. I want my sweat and hard work to mean something. I was born to serve in the United States Coast Guard. If you were born ready to lead, to protect, to uphold the law, then visit GoCoastGuard.com. The United States Coast Guard. Born ready. 
Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard. In cooperation with the Pennsylvania Broadcasters Association and this station. 94 WIP FM HD 1 Philadelphia. 610 WIP AM HD. Live from the Tasty Cake Studios. The School of Hard Knocks is back in session. Philly's football station is Sports Radio 94 WIP. Spike asking with you till two. Apparently there was just a one point safety. Not apparently, there was a one I had no idea this was possible. One point safety uh in the Fiesta Bowl. So Oregon lined up for an extra point, yeah. Oregon lined up for an extra point. Uh Kansas State blocked it. And then as they were trying to advance the ball, they lateraled it into the end zone. They got tackled in their own end zone, and it's a one-point safety. I've never heard of that before. Have you ever heard of a one-point safety in football? I have not. Uh, Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494, on your AT&T um, and Verizon cell. Um, the, the, p- perhaps the, maybe the, the reason that Chip Kelly's name provides the most discussion as far as the Eagles head coach, is concerned is because...